This is Alyssa Hidalgo, and you are listening to The Golden Life Podcast. If you are a woman and you are listening to this podcast, I want to personally invite you to our online community, Just Sweet Woman. Our community is made up of women from all ages and all walks of life that are committed to daily empowering one another, sharing what we know, giving real tools and resources for growth, and that are committed to learning to live the life that we were created to live. I absolutely love every woman in this group, and I would love to extend that invitation to you. You can find us easily on the Facebook search bar. Just type Je suis woman, J-E space S-U-I-S space woman, and we are a private women's only group on Facebook. Hope to see you soon. Welcome to this week's episode of The Golden Life. I am excited and a little nervous about this episode. So I am sharing something deeply personal and just incredibly precious to my heart. It's an experience that I had with God about seven-ish years ago that totally changed my life. And I haven't shared it a million times, but when I have, it's really connected with people because I think it gives people a visual of just how much that God loves them. You know, I want for people to understand my heart and where I'm coming from and why I'm so passionate about helping women. And now with us joining the fight really to end human trafficking, I want us to get a true heart of God for these kids. I feel like this is a good time to share this experience that I had and help us to understand why each one of us is so important to his heart. went on an adventure to seek God. I had spent some time writing and reading, and finally, I just very simply and honestly said, Lord, I want to experience you. I want to know who you are. I want to know your heart. So I laid down and I closed my eyes, and I just decided to relax and meditate on God. And I'm not sure how long I was laying there, but after a little bit, I had this vision, like a story playing out in my mind. So all of a sudden, I see God the Father, and he's this big, burly man with a big beard. He had on a leather apron, and he was standing behind this big wooden table. And I realized we're standing in this huge tree. And I think that has something to do with when I was little, I loved the Bernstein Bears. And I remember just growing up thinking it was the coolest thing to be inside a tree. So I see him standing behind this table and he's holding a little baby and the baby was me. So as I look, I notice that he's crying and not just like shedding a few tears. I mean, he was crying and crying and crying over me as he continued to just weep. His tears fell on my forehead and down the side of my little head. And I was looking at him super concerned and totally unaware of the situation. So I'm looking around. I try to figure out what I'm seeing. And as I looked, I saw a window and through the window, I saw the earth. It was like instantly I knew that it was about to be my time to come into the world. I heard him whispering, please, please remember me. Remember my voice. Please remember me. Remember my voice. I need you to understand that you're mine. You are mine. Please, I need you to remember my voice. I am your father. 
I am your father. You're mine. I need you to understand that you're mine. And he began to sing over me. And he said, this song that I'm singing over you, this is my song to you. These dreams that I'm placing inside of you are my dreams for you. I was looking at him as he continued to repeat these things. And I felt his heart. I felt this deep sadness. And I was like, what is this? And it's like another revelation came. And I knew I was about to be born. He was about to give me to the world. He was about to give me to my parents. And he knew I would be born to two wonderful people. But he also knew that their marriage wouldn't last. And he knew when it all ended, it would shatter my heart. And as a little girl, when my world was torn apart and I was left broken, that lies would begin to creep into my soul and take root that I would deeply believe as a young adult that I wasn't good enough or that I wasn't wanted or that something was wrong with me. He saw me. He felt the depth of my grief. He knew that at some point I would forget his voice, that I would forget who I really was. And his heart was breaking. Let me just pause and say that it just hit me like a brick that we are not of this world. We say that all the time, but the actual revelation I think is a little lacking. He is our father. It's like at that moment, I realized the depth and heights of the amazing honor it is for the Lord to give us his children. They are such a precious gift and they deserve to be treasured. And it's like a risk for him because as parents, we're the first representation of him to our children. What we do has a direct effect with the way that they will see him and know him and experience his love. We should really have the fear of the Lord when it comes to how we love and raise up our children. But back to the vision. So he's continuing to weep over me. And he said to me, I'm going to send people to you. I'm going to send people to you that are going to sing the song that I'm singing to you right now. So you're going to remember, I'm going to send people to you to speak the dream over you that I'm speaking into you now. So you'll remember me. I will send them to you to remind you that you are mine, to remind you of my voice and who you are. And at this point I'm crying and I'm like, okay, I understand. And then he continues and he says, my sweet girl, please understand, please understand your mind. You came from here. And as he said, you came from here, he picked me up and he placed me inside of his heart. And then he brought me back to where he was cradling me. And then he did it again and said, you are mine. You came from here. You're a part of me. I made you, you belong to me. And I'm just weeping in the corner, watching all of this take place and letting it just pierce my soul. And he turns to me now as an adult standing in the corner and he looks me dead in the eye and he says, don't you understand? Don't you understand? And he points to the earth and he says with such intensity, they are mine. They came from here and he picked me up as a baby and put me in his heart. And then he pulled me back out, cradling me again. And it was like, and instantly, I just had all these flashes of people in my mind, people walking down the busy street, going to work, families laughing and eating dinner, children alone. I saw prostitutes. I saw people doing drugs. I saw people laughing and talking and, and husbands and wives and just bam, bam, bam. And he said, will you go to them? Will you remind them who I am? They don't remember me. He just continued weeping. And again, as his heart was breaking, he said, they don't remember me. I am trying to send people to them, but they aren't going. They are not going. They're forgetting me. Will you go to them? Will you speak to them? 
Will you be my voice? Will you sing back to them the song that I sang over them before I gave them to the world? Will you speak over them the dreams that I placed inside of them when I created them? And it's like, I just saw these scenarios where I would see someone and just speak to them and they would turn and say, how do you know me? Why do I feel like I know you? Why is this so familiar? And I would be able to tell them and connect them with their father. The Lord showed me that all, every person, we all have the capability to hear his voice and speak to that part of every person that has and ever will be created because he spoke it into every single one of us. They all can remember him because he created every single one of them. They all came from his heart. They are all a part of him. He just wants his children back. He wants his family. And I laid there just crying and saying over and over again, like, yes, I'll go. I'll go anywhere. I'll do anything. And I felt just consumed with pain and desire and love, the jealous love of the Father. And now I'm just praying for that same revelation to just penetrate the deepest parts of our souls and grip us so intensely that we cannot and will not be silent anymore. We will not be passive anymore. We will risk everything for the one. We will risk everything for the heart of our Father. We will be a people consumed with the zeal for our Father's house, for His heart, that will begin to look past the sin of a person and past what makes us uncomfortable and see them the way the Father sees them. We will have tender eyes of mercy and grace and love, not that we tolerate sin because that's not love, but that we will set aside our opinions and our offenses and live a life as a walking sign and wonder and demonstration of the testimony of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Well, there you go. That vision changed my life. It changed the way I saw God. It changed the way I saw myself. It changed the way I became a parent once I had Aria, Josiah, and Jaden. And it changed the way I see other people. Now, I'd be lying if I said that I lived the last seven years with the same passion that I had then. But recently, I've just felt this, I don't know, this tugging, this pull towards that again for me to realize what's most important. And with everything coming up with trafficking and what we're finding out about the horrible, horrible things that are happening in our world, I think that it's the right time to release it. It's the right time to help people understand that life is precious. So I hope that this has spark your curiosity to know more about the father that loves you. I hope that it has made you understand how truly and deeply you are loved. And I hope that it turns your love into action. I'll talk to you soon.